This is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton from Wealth and Retirement Strategies. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Steve and Vanessa provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton. Hello, and welcome back to Wealth with Wisdom. My name is Vanessa Sexton, along with my partner, Steve Vascard, at Wealth and Retirement Strategies. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, Give us a call. Our number is 865-691-1211 or visit us online at wealthwithwisdom.com. And while at the website, click on our radio podcast page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. So today I'm thinking about our lives are filled with plenty of magic numbers. Like when we turn 16, we can get a driver's license or when we turn 21, we can go out and dance with our friends. And when we turn 65, we qualify for Medicare. Woo! But to me, age 50 is another magic number that deserves far more attention than it usually gets. So on an emotional level, Turning 50 means that you've hit the half century mark, which when you really think about it, it's a pretty amazing thing. But just as importantly, age 50 is the perfect time to take a break and reassess your current financial positions and how well that you have done preparing for the kind of retirement that you really want. Now, some Financial services professionals believe that 50 is a financially critical year because if your pre-retirement strategy and savings efforts aren't quite solid enough to get you where you want to be, you still have plenty of time to right your financial ship and potentially sail into a smoother retirement. But before we get into more specifics around the big 5-0, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, don't worry, I won't reveal whether or not you've already hit the half century mark. <laughs> uh, I, I can go ahead and uh, admit to that. Yes, I have hit the half century mark. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, great intro there, Vanessa. I think this topic's going to be a good one. Uh, I'm not going to uh, retire early. Uh, that's for sure. I'm going to be doing this show as long as possible. Yes. So you're not going to get rid of me that early. No. Or that easily, I should say. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, there are important steps. So hopefully I didn't miss any when I turned 50. That's for sure. And I think this is going to be a good one. I'm really interested actually in the notion that if you reach 50 and aren't quite where you want to be financially, there's still time to recover. Uh, when it comes to our finances, I think sometimes we feel like, hey, I missed this benchmark. All is lost. But I, I know you're going to tell us today that's not necessarily the case. Isn't that right, Steve? Well, I think that's a very true statement. And I'm a person that happens to be over 50. So I know the mistakes that I can help other people avoid. But we're going to be talking about an article on AARP 
10 Retirement Planning Mistakes People Make at 50 has some really great perspective that we're going to use as our fuel for our conversation today. The article first emphasizes it may be wise to plan to stop working before the typical retirement age of roughly, let's say, 65. Whether it's by choice or by necessity, there was a survey done that says 48% of people retire before they intended to because of layoffs, health concerns, or family needs, and I'll add in COVID. The stark reality is when you get knocked for a loop by a job loss in your 60s, it may be difficult to find a new one, especially the one with the salary that you and the benefits package you were used to. Actually, we had a client that was in his late 50s in a specialty career, and he was laid off, and it took him four years to get a job. So it's imperative to consider the possibility of leaving your career earlier than you had hoped to. Well, at least plan for that possibility. I mean, it's definitely a, a hope for the best, but plan for the worst kind of thing. And certainly, if you build an early jobless contingency into your financial plan and you never end up needing that money, your financial services professional is going to be able to definitely help you utilize it in a different way. Well, that's exactly right, Tony. Another thing to be aware of when you turn 50 is making sure your finances are balanced between too much risk and too little risk. Many people turn 50 and discover they're running behind when it comes to their retirement savings, and then they put their assets at too much risk in an effort to catch up. But on the flip side, too much caution can also have negative effects on your future. You have to also take into consideration the valuation and of the stock market at an all-time high. You've mentioned working with a financial services professional just a moment ago, Tony, and adequately balancing your assets and strategy is a reason to build a solid and lasting relationship with your own financial pro. Well, yeah, I mean, the desire to catch up financially when you figure out you're running behind on your retirement goals, that can probably lead some people to making some overly emotional decisions that we want to avoid, right, Vanessa? You're exactly right. That's a great point, and we don't want that to happen. So uh, to that end, 50-plus catch-up provisions may be a sensible answer for people who are a little short of where they want to be. So, for example, in 2021, folks who are 50 and older, again, can kick an additional $1,000 into their IRA on top of the standard $6,000 limit. And then the self-employed people who are 50 and older and have a simple IRA can throw in another $3,000 above the $13,500 limit. And if you just so happen to have a 401k through your employer, you can contribute an additional $6,500 beyond the $19,500 limit. But finally, when you're still working, and this is a really good option, especially in the, the market that we're in and the looming increasing of taxes, you can open a Roth IRA, which currently has a contribution limit of 7000 if you're 50 and older. Wow. Okay. So there are these catch-up provisions and they can be a really powerful lifeline for a lot of people, I would imagine. So what can you tell us about how debt is going to factor into a retirement strategy once a person turns 50. 
That's a, another great question, Tony. We did a seminar on that a couple of nights ago just talking about that. And it's probably no great surprise to today's listeners that if you turn 50 and are burdened by significant debt, it's time to shed it as quickly as possible the most effective way. And once you've hit the half century mark, which I did just a couple of years ago, you should work to be debt free other than your mortgage. Once all of your normal debts are paid off, then you can shift focus to paying off your mortgage before you retire. And there is a special way and the most effective way to pay off your mortgage. And obviously heading into retirement without debt is going to be an open, will open up many exciting possibilities when it comes to your retirement lifestyle. Now, wait a minute, Steve. I I caught something there that couldn't be right. You're you're trying Thank to in, you very you're, much. Tr- <laughs> you're, you're trying to insinuate that just two years ago you turned fifty. Is well, that, did I it, hear that right? Or? I, tur- I turned fifty when I still use leather helmets to play football. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd make you about two hundred years old. So, well. uh, no, no, Steve, you don't look a day over forty-nine. We all know that. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, paying down debt—that's huge. I mean, you know. People have some big dreams for their retirement, and no debt might make that dream of, say, spending two weeks in Paris each spring during retirement a little more realistic. So, Vanessa, we should uh, probably right now let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up a strategy session. Uh, I know there's no cost, no obligation. Uh, They can give you a call, set that up so they have a plan in place. Thank you, Tony. So listeners, they can visit our website, which is wealthwithwisdom.com, or please just give us a call. We love to talk on the phone. Our number is 865-691-1211. And we can discuss how that our team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. So now during today's show, you guys have been talking about some of the retirement strategy steps that people may want to take once they turn 50. What do you have next for us? Well, the next piece of advice using that article from AARP is to be very cautious about taking on college debt. As the article notes, it's very common for parents in their 50s to shoulder far too much of their children's college debt because they didn't sock away enough money in a 529 or uh, in uh, any other savings vehicle. We're actually working with a couple now. Their oldest daughter is at Vanderbilt. The tuition is $65,000 a year. And now the other two children would probably expect to go to Vanderbilt as well, and they can't afford it. So parents in this position should rely on a home equity loan or other credit sources to cover the cost of child's college education. However, this strategy may well leave them with a pile of debt they can't pay off before they hit their preferred retirement age. So home equity loans, I would be cautious with that. Of course, there's no easy answer for folks in this position because the drive to take care of our children is deeply ingrained. One potential solution is have your kids take out loans in their own names and then help them with the monthly payments. I had a client years ago. He had seven children. Two were through college and married, and I asked him, I said, Jim, what, do, what is your plan for your other five children for college? He said, the same plan for the first two. I told them they had to figure out how they're going to pay for it. <laughs> 
Well, sure. Uh, yeah, and that's that's something. We had um, our daughter told us the college she wanted to go to, and, you know, I mean, before the academic scholarships, it was about sixty one, sixty two thousand mm. a year, which is outrageous, of course. And then with academic scholarship, it brings it down to 35, still too much. And so we told her, we're not covering it, and we don't want you to graduate with all that debt. She went out, and she applied and got a full scholarship. Whoa. There yeah. you go. Great she job. was awarded a full scholarship. So uh, she's a straight-A student, though, and honor student and all that, and uh, involved in a lot of clubs and activities. I think that really helped. But you're right. I mean, you don't want to go into debt or jeopardize your own retirement. Uh, helping your kids cover the cost of college, it can be stressful. Believe me, I know my son just graduated. And like I said, my daughter's going into college this fall. So I think this is an area where people definitely have to work with financial services professionals like yourselves. I mean, there's no reason to try to figure all this out on our own when we have knowledgeable professionals that are there and willing to help. Right, Vanessa? I completely agree. I I myself may be slightly under the half century mark and have (laughs) my, yes, but my, I'm exactly who we're talking about today because my youngest child will be a senior this year. So we will be looking at colleges and the cost of that. And I'm going to tell you, adding on debt, um, the only debt that I currently have is a mortgage. So that's the last thing I want to do. Um, I think I'm going to take some of your your advice there, Tony, and, and look at the scholarships. But yeah, so when you turn 50, it's important to double check your current health care strategy as well. And so I'm not talking about like various insurance products which we'll get to in a few moments, I'm talking about the personal choices that we make. And if your eating and exercise habits at 50 aren't really all that that good or what they should be, you still have time to change your behaviors for the better before you retire. So swap, uh, swap out that lunchtime double cheeseburger for a fresh salad or replace an hour of nightly TV binge watching with a long walk and a podcast or streaming book these are just great things to help you trim your waistline and your heart and they're also good for your pocketbook both today and in retirement right there you go and i think you raise a good point a lot of people think maybe eating better and exercising is all about physical health when in reality eating better cutting out some of those conch fritters right steve yeah, and, well, they were and, pretty good. <laughs> and exercising will not only make you feel better, <clears throat> but it could end up saving you a lot of money in the long run, too. You're absolutely right. Now, I mentioned health insurance products a minute ago, so let's look at those now. So if you're healthy at 50, it can be easy to presume that you'll also be fit as a fiddle when you're 60. But you know what they say about the best laid plans of mice and men. <laughs> right. But, Man plans, God laughs. Yeah, but well, exactly. The truth is none of us knows what's waiting for us health-wise just a few years down the road, especially after we've turned 50. And that's exactly why when I was on a recent business leadership conference, I myself, instead of eating the fried conch fritters, went to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, I think she's uh, poking you, Steve. Uh, yeah, giving I you a little hard time. 
but seriously, when it comes to insurance products, what should a 50-year-old or somebody who's in their 50s, what should they consider? Well, it's an important health insurance product for someone who's just turning 50, in my opinion, is some form of long-term care insurance. Many retirees end up needing some form of long-term care services during retirement. And said, in fact, some people say as high as 70%. And long-term care insurance is very expensive. In fact, it's expensive enough that it can eat through your savings at a truly staggering clip. Thankfully, long-term care insurance can offer some degree of protection, but as you age and health issues emerge, it can be more difficult to purchase long-term care insurance at a price that fits neatly into your budget, especially if you have a lot of debt. However, if you purchase long-term care insurance when you're 50 and healthy, you have removed one of the biggest retirement traps out there at a price that may not harm your retirement lifestyles. There are many different types of long-term care insurance. We prefer an asset-based long-term care where your premiums are guaranteed not to go up. And after long-term care insurance, you also want to work with a financial services professional such as ourselves to ensure that your life insurance strategy is equally squared away. If your death is premature or unexpected, you don't want your loved ones to be grappling with financial challenges why they still emotionally are processing your passing away. Well, yeah, and I think for some people out there, the idea of long-term care insurance and life insurance can be intimidating because there are so many options and products out there. But working with financial services professionals like yourselves, it, it can relieve a lot of that burden. And once you have those plans and products in place, then you can breathe a sigh of relief, right? That's a great perspective, though I admit it isn't the most pleasant of topics. Uh, We should also address the possibility of divorce. So if you're 50 and are happily married, you should still consider the possibility of a solo retirement and plan accordingly. So how would a divorce affect your retirement goals? Would, Would you be able to maintain your preferred retirement lifestyle on your savings alone? I mean, we work with a lot of, of divorced females and widows, and and we enjoy it, but it does change dramatically in, in case of an early death or a divorce. Yeah, yeah, that can throw a wrench in the plans. And this is yet another example of hope for the best, but really you have to plan for the worst, right, Steve? Yeah, that's no question about it. The article is that we're using in the next piece of advice for those turning 50 is to make sure you don't neglect updating your key financial documents. And I can tell you from my professional experience that many people fall into this trap. First, make sure you have an estate plan. And second, make sure you're updating it right, right whenever the need arises. Make sure, like for instance, your, your bank accounts, make sure you have a paid on death so it can bypass probates. When it comes to your documents, make sure you clearly state who will care for your children if you don't if you still have minors. If your children are grown, make sure your assets are divided exactly as you wish, by a percent, by the way, and don't want your ex-spouse to rec- receive something you prefer a child receive because you didn't update your documents. Yeah. Yeah, really a great advice there, Stephen. I think this has been a great conversation so far, but we're out of time for today's show. 
Is there anything else you want to add? Vanessa, why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you and Steve and set up that complimentary consultation? Most definitely. You can please give us a call. Our number is 865-691-1211. You can send me an email, a brief email at vanessaatwealthwithwisdom.com. And then you can also just check us out on our website, and that is wealthwithwisdom.com. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Wealth with Wisdom with our hosts, Steve Vasgard and Vanessa Sexton. Thank you for listening to Wealth with Wisdom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Steve Vasgard and Vanessa Sexton at Wealth and Retirement Strategies. Call 865-357-4024 or visit them online at wealthwithwisdom.com. Steve Vasgard, Vanessa Sexton, and Wealth and Retirement Strategies are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.